Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? The podcast that hasn't recorded an episode in far too long um, because of other circumstances and I've been busy um, for reasons that you don't need to know. Um, those reasons are just between me and me. Um, but I've been busy and now I am not busy and I have enough time to make this episode. Um, first things first, um, I have been doing podcast reviews. I don't think I'm going to do one just because I haven't had time to listen to podcasts or anything new or anything that I don't already listen to. So I didn't feel like I wanted to find a new podcast, listen to episodes before doing this. I kind of just wanted to do it. Um, And maybe I won't do a podcast review every episode. Maybe I'll just do it sometimes. I don't know. Um, The reason I started doing podcast reviews was just because this shit is called What is a Podcast? And I figured I might as well make it more What is a Podcast like? I don't fucking know. I just started doing it. And I like doing it. I like listening to new podcasts, seeing if they're good or bad. But I just don't have the time or I haven't had the time or energy to listen to new podcasts and do new things and try to come up with something that's at least a little bit thoughtful. I felt like if I would do a podcast review for this episode, um, I would not give it my best shot and it wouldn't be as good and it wouldn't be, um, yeah, it wouldn't be thoughtful at all. So I'm not doing it today. And that, take it up with me if you want. You can message me, DM me, um, angrily comment, but I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you are truly offended, I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not fucking doing it. Um, also, I have, or I didn't do my first, apo- or not, fuck it. My words just got all jumbled up there. I'm so sorry. I'm not even going to like edit that out or cut it or anything either, but my sinuses are fucked up and I don't know why. And I had like what I consider to be like a full blown like sinus infection. And now it's just like there's like the sinus pain in my face. Um, I shouldn't be sneezing or coughing too much. I think I'm over that part. But there's just like, oh, my God, my sinuses are just acting up and I don't know what they're trying to do to me. Um, but they're they're not happy with me, and I don't know how to fix it. Um, so if I sound at all congested, or if I sound at all irregular or abnormal, that's probably why. Um, because my sinuses don't like me at the moment, and they probably have never liked me ever. But anyways, Welcome back to What is a Podcast, if that you are new, if this is your first time listening to What is a Podcast, welcome back. Um, I like you if you come back, and if you don't come back, if you don't listen again, if you listen once and say that you don't like it, that's fine too, but I think that you're great, and if you listen to me and you think that I'm pretty cool, that's great, I like that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back if you did come back. Um, But anyway, I have a little bit of things to talk about, and I don't know how long this is going to go. This might be my longest podcast, but every time I think I'm going to go long on a subject, I end up like shortening it like it ends up being a really truncated version of what I need to say. It's like every time I say, I think I might go long on this, 
I end up going short. But so anyway, about a month ago, um, and it's been like damn near a month since I made a podcast, I think, or at least like three weeks, but about a month ago, um, the Pokemon community was in shambles. And like there was a whole bunch of drama in the Pokemon community. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Um, but and if you don't know anything about the Pokemon community, if you're not into Pokemon YouTubers or PokeTubers, as they're called, you might not get this. You might This might not be the first episode you want to get into, but maybe you just want to hear some stories and some gossip. I mean, what are podcasts for if not for stories and gossip? But, And I'm also going to be saying like usernames and people's like screen names, so they might sound weird to you. I'm going to be talking about like the King Nappy. I'm going to be talking about Shady Penguin. I'm going to be talking about Num Nexus, um, Pokey Aim MD, Weedle Twin Needle, Tricky Wee, um, Jubilee Blaze. Like these are all words that probably don't mean much to you or names that don't mean much to you and sound kind of weird if you are not initiated to the, the PokeTubing community. But I think that this is something worth talking about, even though anyone who is talking about it who has like an actual opinion like who knows these people personally anyone like that has already talked about it this happened like the beginning of the month like april fool's day and it's april 22nd at time of recording so yeah it's been a while it's kind of old news but it's something that's important to me because i like pokemon and i've mentioned pokemon several times over the the course of this podcast over the however many episodes I've done. I think it's less than 20. I think I'm at like 16, 17 episodes. But anyway, let's get into it. So it all started on like March 31st. There was a YouTuber who does Pokemon content named Decadur. And it was D-E-K-A-D-U-R-R. And I'm not familiar with Decadur. I've never watched his stuff. It is a he. I've never watched him. I've never like followed him. I don't even like know who that is really like the name sounded familiar like I've heard the name but like I don't know who this person is and I see like in the Pokemon community because I follow a lot of those people on Twitter um like people who do Pokemon YouTube and stuff um I shouldn't say I follow a lot of them I follow like two or three of them but you know retweets and quote tweets you see all the the drama that's going on you don't need to follow to get the information so Decadur was a YouTuber, a PokeTuber, and I say was because he'll probably never be back again, but, and his real name is Nathan, I think, um, but he was caught, he was exposed by another person named Attack on Sylveon, who is a girl, and Attack on Sylveon is saying like, yo, when I was underage, this guy Decadur and some other person who I don't remember the name of, unfortunately, she was like, yo, these guys tried to get me to send nudes. They were sending naked pictures to underage girls. I was 15 and this guy was above age and he was trying to, you know, ha- have sexual interactions. Maybe not sexual intercourse, but definitely sexual interactions through the internet, like naked pictures, sexual messages. And I was 15 and she was coming out of it or she was coming out about it, which is very brave. And I do commend um, Attack on Sylveon for doing so because it is a very brave thing to do um and it ended up working i don't know if it's if she wanted something to work or to not work or if that was her intention but she got this guy out the paint so it ended up working in that sense and then hopefully this doesn't happen to other 
people from the same guy. Like this guy won't be um, harassing other people. But so she comes out. She says, Decadur, you're out of here. So um, another guy, I think his name is Bice Productions. He's out of here. Um, so she was just saying that, you know, all these sexual messages were happening when I was underage. And then people were like, yo, Decadur is disgusting. I can't believe this happened. And then there's the other faction was like, yo, I know Decadur or I knew Decadur. And he's always been like a weird dude. And we tried to get him to stop doing that shit. But he just wouldn't stop doing it. So we cut ties with him. So there were two factions. The people, both sides are like fucking attacking this guy, Decadur. But there's two different sides. There's one who's like, fuck you, I hate you. And then there's another side like... This guy was my friend, but he was always fucked up, and I tried to fix him. But now I, I can't fix him, obviously. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, I had, to, I had to burp a little bit. But, so, basically, everyone on Twitter who cares is going off about this guy, Decadur. And I'm like, cool, like, we do not need sexual predators at all. We don't need sexual pre- predators in the Pokemon community, but we don't need them at all. So... Good, get this guy out of here. Good riddance, right? And then another YouTuber, and this is where like my feelings, I guess, get involved. Another YouTuber named The King Nappy, I guess, was like an associate of Decadur. And I didn't really know this, but apparently, just to give backstory, The King Nappy is a Pokemon YouTuber who does other video games as well. And he streams on Twitch, like we do live streams for like video games or whatever. And apparently Decadur was on his Twitch live streams. And for me, I'm not a big fan of Twitch. Like I've been on Twitch, I've watched live streams before, I've been on Twitch, I've I've seen Twitch, I've enjoyed some Twitch content. But for me, like sitting through a live stream seems like horribly inefficient. Like a live stream is live, so you can't really pause it. You have to be like there attentive. And it's like, dog, I have work to do. I have a whole day ahead of me. I can't sit here for three hours on a live stream that I can't even pause and I can't even really take it with me. Um, so yeah, I've just, I find the whole Twitch experience horribly inefficient. Maybe I'm wrong and I'm just uneducated about that, but basically Decadur was prominent on the King Nappy's Twitch. Um, and I might be calling him Nappy for short. Um, but I was a fan of the King Nappy. I followed him on Twitter and I was a fan of his Pokemon content. Like I didn't really watch any of the other games cause I don't really play any games other than Pokemon. I really only play Pokemon. Um, I've played other games in the past, like back when the GameCube was around. I play a lot of GameCube games. Um, I have a Nintendo Switch. I played like Zelda and Smash Bros. a little bit. But mostly I only really play Pokemon and the only video game content I watch is Pokemon. Um, And Decadur did Pokemon also, but I, I just, he never crossed my path. Thank God, anyway. But Nappy was an associate of Decadur. Like, he was a a regular on the Twitch streams. Like, they were friends. They hung out. They've, like, been to each other's houses. And, yeah. So, people were looking to Nappy for a statement. And this is a guy who I would say was... In my Pokemon YouTuber Rolodex, in terms of, like, quality, he's probably the the top five, I would say, in terms of, like, quality of content. 
that I was um, watching at the time. And he didn't put out a statement for a disturbingly long amount of time. And then while he was waiting to put out a statement, another associate named Mudkip Mama, who is real name is Jamie, who was a friend of Nappy's. She is a mother. She got exposed for trying to talk to little boys. Like she was like damn near 30 talking to 15 year olds. And it's just like, oh, whoa, this is weird. And then they get Mudkip Mama out the paint as well. And then Nappy makes his statement saying that he didn't know anything about Decadur. Um, he hates that this has happened. He didn't want to make a statement because people were going to misunderstand what he said. X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And basically saying that he doesn't fuck with Decadur anymore. And then people got mad at Nappy for saying that he didn't know about what happened when other people who Nappy is associated with, like the Heated Mo, like Numb Nexus, like JYT Gamer. Again, I'm sorry if these names mean nothing to you, but those are these people's online personas. Um, but yeah, the Heated Mo, Game Boy Luke, JYT Gamer, Numb Nexus, um, Sacred Fire Negro. They were all saying like, yo, you did know and we're associates with you. And actually, since you say you didn't know and you're clearly lying, how about we expose you for you being a piece of shit as well? And then they're going like, yo, the King Nappy is an asshole. He's manipulative. He doesn't take no for an answer. And on top of that, he's a pedophile too. He likes little boys too. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck is happening here? Because like the King Nappy... If you had watched his videos, I think his Twitter and Instagram are gone now, but I believe his YouTube videos are still up. But the King Nappy, he made sexual comments in his um, videos, like he would make sexual comments, but a lot of them weren't sexual comments related to people. Like, because in Pokemon, within the Pokemon the community, there's like this weird subset of people that like, want to fuck the Pokemon, if that makes sense. And maybe that's, like, too harsh of a word to say, because, like, sometimes you make jokes like, oh, this Pokemon is thick or whatever. But I think, like, deep down, there are some people who, like, if they could fuck the Pokemon, they would. I think that exists within the Pokemon community. Um, but we don't need to talk go too deep into that right now. But basically, like, the King Nappy, he, if he was playing a game with a friend, he'd be like, yo... Would you fuck uh, Kangaskhan, for example? And then the person would say, you know, yes or no. And then, you know, you go into like some sexual comments from there. And like those were like the sexual comments he would make. He would never really make sexual comments towards other people, if that makes sense. So like his sexuality, I think like in a heteronormative society, you assume that he's straight. But his sexuality, as far as I can tell from his videos, has always been up in the air. Like, he's talking about sex with things that don't exist. He's not talking about, like, yo, your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife or, like, who's your celebrity crush or anything like that. He's talking about Pokemon, mostly. Like, hypothetical situations. So his sexuality has always been up in the air until it was confirmed that he was bisexual recently and then you know people are like yeah he you know he likes uh, underage people he likes underage boys um he's a pedophile and 
you know, he was like messaging someone by the name of Hoodlum Scrafty, who now goes by Hoodlum Callum when he was 16 and Nappy was 21. And they had a relationship, like an online dating relationship when Hoodlum Scrafty, now known as Hoodlum Callum, was underage. And they're like, yeah, he tried to date Game Boy Luke, who I'm not sure if he was underage, but he was not willing to date him. Not to mention the fact that the King Nappy lived in Arizona and Game Boy Luke lived in England and Hoodlum Scrafty lived in fucking Scotland. But th- so this was all like online shit, but he was messaging these younger boys to, you know, be in like this sexual flirtation ship with him when he was clearly um not only above age like above 18 but also like more powerful like he was more popular he had more youtube subscribers more twitter followers more twitch followers um so he's you know a piece of shit guy too and then you know basically they were like yeah this is confirmed he tried to have a sexual relationship with me and then nappy goes on a twitch stream and but or i should preface this before he goes on the twitch stream he another person by the name of the heated Mo, who Nappy, I remember in his videos, has been like, yo, Mo is one of my best friends. I know he said that before. He said the heated Mo is one of my best friends. I, you know, I love Mo. He's been to my house, all those things. The heated Mo made a video. Um, can just call him Mo for short. He made a video saying, like, yo, I don't fuck with Nappy anymore. I stopped fucking with him months ago. That's why this project has been canceled. Um, because in order to be like a successful PokeTuber, at least like playing through games, you know, PokeTubers, they play through the original games, they play through fan-made games, they play through side games, anything like Pokemon related, really. And in order to like grow as a PokeTuber, you have to collaborate with people. Like that's just what the game is. Like if you're doing it solo, like some people can go far as a solo person, but like the collaboration is the name of the game like a lot of these people know each other and collaborate with each other which is how they all know like what happens behind the scenes you know what i mean but he was like yo the project that we did together is not coming back because i had a project that was left unfinished like they didn't play through the whole game and he's like if you're wondering why we didn't finish it because i don't like nappy anymore and he was saying like, yo, Nappy's scary. You don't want to piss him off. You don't want to say no to him. That type of stuff. And then the King Nappy does a Twitch stream. He has a Twitch stream that happened for like um, three hours or two hours or so. And I'm not going to pretend like I um, I watched that whole shit. Like I said, I think Twitch streams are horribly inefficient. I do think that a good portion of the Twitch stream was screen recorded and uploaded to YouTube. So you can definitely like look at that if you are so inclined. But Nappy made a Twitch stream explaining like, he was like, yo, he denied shit. First of all, he denied that he was in a relationship with Hoodlum Scrafty. He denied, you know, a lot of his wrongdoing. He did admit that he had feelings for Game Boy Luke. And when Game Boy Luke did not reciprocate those feelings, he said that he could not hang out with Luke anymore. And by hang out, I really mean like talk on the internet. But he said that, you know, you know, all this stuff is not true. And then on the other hand, he was bringing up shit that no one 
even really cares about. Like he was talking about shit that happened behind the scenes. You know, he needed to be the way that he was to get shit done. And that other people didn't have the work ethic to get shit done. He was talking about like group projects and collaborations that either came to fruition or didn't. All because he, you know, had to be the boss essentially of the um, the whole group. He had to be the boss. He had to be the way he is. And people are calling him manipulative. They're calling him a shitty friend. And I think in his mind, he was justifying being a shitty friend so that things actually got off the ground and that these projects actually did happen and that the work that went in didn't go to waste. But no one was talking about that, really. They were talking about, one, he knew about Decadur. Two, he had relations with underage boys. Um, Three, that he's a jerk. Um, But no one was talking about, like, specifics in that sense. Um, He also did confirm during the stream that he is bisexual. Um, And it's not that that's a issue or that's a good thing or a bad thing it's just that like it came as a surprise to people that the king nappy was bisexual that the king nappy like even commented on his sexuality i think that yeah he did he just made like i said earlier like he made sexual comments that people i guess assumed to be straight but like if you really think about it it was really up in the air like no one really knew and it's not anyone's business to know per se but no one really knew unless he told them straight up, like, yo, I'm bisexual. And, like, the whole Twitch stream, like, the other PokeTubers, um, people like Duncan Can't Die, formerly known as Duncan Knee Deep, people like um, Philly Beats You, people like Tricky Wee, people who know this man personally, and again, I do not know this man personally, they were like, yo, he's lying about this, he's lying about this, he's lying about this. Um, he's a jerk. He's trying to make himself feel bad. He's trying to be charismatic and manipulative to his audience. And you guys shouldn't believe this. You should believe us. Right. Um, and you know, it's just a whole situation where there's one guy who's being attacked by everyone else trying to defend himself. And I have to say, like, when it comes to like someone being guilty or not guilty, it's kind of telling that like everyone who's against you is people who like actually know you and the people who are supporting you are just fans of yours who don't actually know you. That seems pretty telling that for you, like the people who you've you know, been in, in interactions with don't fuck with you at all. That seems pretty, pretty telling to me. Um, but even after that, then Sacred Fire Negro, who got like banned from Twitter and had to make a second Twitter, he was like, yo, the King Nappy has a boyfriend right now. And he's like 16, 17. And then that boyfriend, who is 16, 17, came out and was like, yo, yeah, we are we did date or something like that. He put out his own statement. And then Nappy was like, yo, I'm gonna not do anything anymore. And he deleted his Twitter. He deleted his Instagram. He deleted all that bullshit. <clears throat> Just taking a sip of water there. But basically, I have some thoughts about this. One, and I've said this on several podcasts now. If you are 18 or above, or if you are 20 and above, 
Do not go after these young kids, man. Stop manipulating these young kids. It's not worth it. Like, the best case scenario is that people think you're weird. The worst case scenario is that you go to fucking jail. Like, stop um, doing that. I don't know how many times I have to say, stop going after these underage fucking kids. But I have to say it every time. I know that I am not popular. I am not famous. But if I can influence some of you to stop going after kids or someone says, you know what? I'm not going to pursue this underage person. If that helps and I'm saying that, then yeah, fuck it. I'm going to say it. Do not go after these underage kids. You don't. It's not worth it. It's not. It's gross. No one likes people who do that. Like once they find out that you go after these high schoolers, these teenagers, like what happens? You get ostracized. You get shunned. What's what's in it for you? Stop it. Stop it. Go after people who are of age, please. And do it respectfully. Um, but anyway, my other thought, it goes into a little bit of like the manipulation like, like I said a little bit earlier, the only people that seemed to be defending him were his fans. And going over like the whole situation, it seems to me that like, in the eyes of the law, the King Nappy didn't technically do anything illegal. It's just really, really fucked up. Like, because he was like, he might have had like sexual images, but not sending nudes. From what I can tell, there's no proof that he sent nudes to underage people. Um, several of the underage people, or I think all of them, lived outside of the country, like outside of the United States. The King Nappy lived in Arizona. These other people lived mostly in the UK. Um, so maybe that's a factor in it. Maybe he knows the law and knows what he could skate by on without technically getting arrested, which is even creepier if you ask me that you're just going, look, yo, I'm going to find these loopholes so I can talk to these underage boys and not be arrested. I think that's even creepier if you, you did that thought process. Um, but he's basically like, when it comes to manipulation, like when I see people say, yo, I don't want to piss him off. Like he manipulated me. Like he's not someone you want to get angry. Like I believe that. Like I believe like when people say that they're a manipulator and like, they say, yo, I was scared to get him angry. I didn't know what to do. Like, I couldn't confront him. He had so much power over me. He had so much influence that, like, I had to, you know, fall by the wayside or, like, be by his side through all this stuff. Like, in the tone of voice, especially from uh, the Heat and Mo, like, I could tell that that was real. Like, there was a genuine fear there. There was, like, anxiety there. I could tell that. Um, and then, you know, it also goes to the fans, like you're trying to defend yourself, like you do this whole Twitch live stream, and instead, like you touch on the topics a little bit, but a whole bunch of your live stream was about how these people are shitty in these other situations, and not really taking any ownership of it, and it seems to be deflecting it to the other people to say that everyone else in the Pokemon community is a bad person instead of me, that doesn't seem to be true. Like, you're the only good person? That doesn't make any sense. There's hundreds of Poketubers, if not like in the low thousands of Poketubers. So how the fuck...
can you um, say that you're the only good one? That doesn't make any sense. Um, he didn't really take any ownership. He didn't really apologize from what I could tell. Again, I didn't have time to watch that whole fucking live stream. I remember when the live stream was happening, I was with my family. I couldn't just be head down in a live stream for the whole time. I was with my family. I couldn't be doing that. I'm going to take a sip of water. My throat. <clears throat> All right, we're back to normal. But I definitely believe that he is a manipulator. And I definitely believe that, you know, he has an affinity for underage people. And I think that, like, if you go back to who didn't get manipulated or people who didn't know and who people who say they didn't know and that other people in the community vouch that they didn't know and one of them was shady penguin who was a frequent collaborator or was a frequent collaborator of the king nappy he if i have my math right they had about the same amount of subscribers they had about five hundred thousand subscribers on youtube like each, they both had that. <clears throat> Excuse me. They both were of about the same age. They were both like, I would say, mid to late 20s. And they both, I would say, had like the same amount of influence and power within the community. Like people respected them, I think, pretty much equally. I would also say that Shady Penguin is also verified on Twitter, which is, you know, Rare for a Pokemon YouTuber to be verified on Twitter, but Shady Penguin is verified on Twitter and the King Nappy wasn't. So maybe he even had a little bit more pull because he had that status of being verified, like meaning that he has like pull within the community and outside of the community, most likely. So and that was a person who apparently didn't know anything about this. Like that shows me that. He was trying to bully these people who had less than him. Like the Heated Mo had like 100,000 subscribers compared to the King Nappy's 500,000. People like Sacred Fire Negro, like Num Nexus, like JYT Gamer. Um, they all have like 100,000 compared to the King Nappy's 500,000. So it's clear that he had more pull. He has more viewers. He has more attention on him. So basically... He maybe leveraged that to get those people to do what they want. Whereas someone like Shady Penguin, who is like equal to him, like equal in age, he's not older, they're about the same age. Shady Penguin is like married with a kid. So it's like maybe he's even further along in life in the traditional life steps than Nappy was. I don't think Nappy had a kid or was ever married or anything like that. So, like, the person who's equal isn't being manipulated. That shows me that you have, like, two different sides to you. And maybe you can work your magic with someone who's younger, more inexperienced, less famous, but someone who's on your level or above, you don't really fuck with. And I also noticed um, someone who didn't really know anything was MD, who definitely doesn't have as many subscribers as the King Nappy. He has like 150, Pokey Aim does, but he definitely is popular. People think he's the best Pokemon battler that there is on YouTube. So maybe he didn't want to mess too much with like people who other people claim is the best or at the top of their game. And maybe he's going after these younger people. 
Um, so yeah, I definitely think that he's like a manipulator and a shitty person, probably. And also, there are some people, and I really, I really was like kind of fucked up about this, but some people were like, he's not a pedophile because pedophiles technically are prepubescent kids and teenagers are not prepubescent. And to those people, I want to say, shut the fuck up. You're splitting hairs. You're being willfully obtuse and you know that. Pedophile and casual language means that you like underage people. Just because like the technical definition is prepubescent, we're not all technical definition people. And I majored in linguistics, so I can tell you to shut the fuck up when it comes to language whenever I want. And you're being willfully obtuse. Anyone in casual speak, we're not talking science, we're not talking psychology, we're talking casual everyday conversation People who are interested in underage people are going to be called pedophiles. That's just how it is. Shut the fuck up. You're splitting hairs and you know that. And then people are saying, you know, he technically didn't everything do anything wrong, which is kind of true. But also, like, do you really have to do something that's against the law to be a bad person? I think not. I think that you can be a bad person and be a law-abiding citizen, I think that's for sure. Um, but he's definitely, yeah, a a bad person, per se. And I want to say, like, it felt kind of weird, like, going through all this stuff. Like, I felt so bad. Like, I don't look up to any Pokemon YouTuber. I wouldn't say I look up to these people, right? Most of these people are younger than me or the same age as me. I just like Pokemon, so I watch Pokemon content. I don't look up to these people. They're not like my idols. I don't want to be like them. I just like the videos. I wouldn't say that, but it was like, damn, the person who you thought was cool ended up not being cool. That's crazy. And I think like even with like cancel culture and the Me Too era and people like in the limelight getting out of the limelight, like I never was like really big fans of people who get canceled. So it didn't really I didn't really care that much. And now, like, someone who got, in effect, canceled was, um, yeah, he was a piece of shit person. And I actually was a fan of this stuff. So, yeah, that just, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And it was like, oh, great. This guy is bad now. It just felt weird. Um, but I guess, yeah, that's all um, for that. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I didn't have to talk about that for 30 minutes. Like... <laughs> I realize, like, like I'm not, like, a part of the community technically, and, like, everything I said has probably been said in some way, shape, or form, either on Twitter or on YouTube, but I just need to get that off my chest, get my thoughts out there. Um, yeah, stop dating underage people. Stop doing that bullshit. But let's talk about some other things um, while I'm here. Maybe I'll get to 45 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, but um, anyway, my life is pretty okay. Um, you know, been, you know, coming to you live from the Bay Area as usual. Um, I noticed, like, just, like, noticing, like, weird shit that's happening. Like, as a Bay Area resident, and we are fully transitioned now, I've noticed that on BART, BART being, like, the sub subway system here in the Bay Area, um, there's been a lot of, like, fare inspections and, like, BART police, like, on the trains and in the stations. It's been kind of weird. Like, you go on your BART train, like, say you're going to San Francisco, 
And then like three like cop looking people will like check your clipper card or your BART ticket and like, you know, just keep you in check a little bit. And I was on the train in San Francisco and they pulled someone off the train. Like the guy had gotten on the train without paying and they pulled him off the train. And I was like, well, what good does that do? Like if they can get into the station without paying, they could probably do it again. Are you going to arrest him? For not paying two bucks to get on the train? That seems unnecessary to me. And then I was at the um, Embarcadero station, which is like, if you're going into San Francisco from Oakland. So you get you go from Oakland, you go underwater, you spit up in San Francisco. Um, if you go to San Francisco that way, the first station in San Francisco is Embarcadero. And Embarcadero is right next to where like, the Salesforce building is and like the the tech companies and all like the that stuff, like all the stuff people think about when they think of gentrified San Francisco, like that's where like the Embarcadero station is at. And when I went there, I was there and I was about to get on. I was like paying as usual. And there was like cops like all around, like people who like maybe had a gun or a taser or something. And like, they were just like watching people. And it's like, damn, is this really necessary? Like you're paying these cop looking people to do that? That's crazy. Um, I don't know. It's like weird. It feels like that's an inefficient use of resources. Like, I don't know. I'm not an expert in like transportation or anything like that. And I don't know how much money you're losing by like one out of every 20 people not paying. But I feel like it's kind of your fault. <laughs> like if the prices are too expensive, that's one thing. And Bart, from what I know, like I've never been to New York or anything like that. But based on what I know, Bart is fairly expensive. But the Bay Area is like a fairly expensive place to live if not one of the more expensive places. And I'm saying this as someone who does not live in San Francisco. I just go there. But yeah, it was like, sometimes I think about like how like the New York subway is like, from what I know, it's a lot cheaper. People still evade fares there, but from what I know, it's cheaper in New York to get wherever you need to go. Whereas in San Francisco or in the Bay Area, like sometimes you can pay like upwards of $10 round trip to get to where you need to go. And from what I know, that's more expensive than in other places with um, subway systems. So maybe lower the price. I don't know how much that's going to affect your bottom line. But also like some of these BART stations, like it's easy to not pay. Like granted, they have cops there now. So maybe that's the way of fixing it. But you made it so that I could easily jump over these things. Like, if I really didn't want to be, if I wanted to be a non-law-abiding citizen, I could easily hop over it and not pay. Like, that's no big deal. And I'm not a snitch, so I'm not going to tell when other people do it, but it's easy. Like, you built it that way. <laughs> you built it that so that people could do that. And yes, there's police and security and cameras and all that, but it's kind of easy to do that. It's kind of your fault. Just drank another water. Sorry. Um, but other than that, like, I guess they need funding for like their their escalators and new trains and stuff like that. But, you know, 
I think it is it, it it seems a little unnecessary to me. Um and I guess I'll give two more stories before I head off here. And again, like no fake advertisement, no um podcast review. My sinuses are actually like really fucked up. Like you probably I don't know how obvious it would be in the recording, but I did take a break just to like squeeze my face to try to get any of that sinus congestion out. But we're out of here soon. But anyway, I was at Burger King the other day, and I'm not great at transitions. Maybe by the time I'm a podcast pro and I'm doing this shit for money, I'll be good at transitions. But until then, um, no, I'm not. But I was at Burger King, just, you know, eating, and a woman comes up to me, and I have my headphones on, so I didn't hear her at first. But then she was like, yo, you have beautiful lips. And I was like, whoa, okay, thanks. And then she's like, yo, your skin tone is beautiful too, but your lips are amazing. And that's not a compliment I've really ever heard before. And it's also like, that person wanted to kiss me, right? Like, if you say that to a person, that means that you would want to, like, kiss them. Usually, right? Like, people don't just say that for no reason. Like, I've never gone up to a stranger and been like, you have beautiful lips. Never. I've never said that. I might have thought that. But I've never said that. Like, do you, like that person, like, in an alternate universe, that situation ended with me kissing someone in Burger King. But I didn't happen. But I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, you know, like, women talk about catcalling. is like, oh, is that what catcalling is like? Do, do women, like, they get catcalled and it's like, oh, that guy wanted to kiss me. Is that what happens? Because that's what I thought. I've only, like, I've only been in a catcalling situation twice including the Burger King situation. So I'm not familiar, but maybe. And I guess the last thing before I um, sign off was that I got interviewed, which was fun. I was at Laney College and like this group of people interviewed me about my job and about my life and stuff for like a school project. And I was like, yo, this was kind of nice. I could do this more often. I like being interviewed. Um, and I've always had like good like job interviews and stuff, but I was like, yo, I need to be famous so people can interview me. Like I need to be interviewed by Conan, by Jay Leno, by both Jimmies. I need to be interviewed by those. I need to be famous just so I can get interviewed. I don't care about like philanthropy or any of that shit. Just interview me, please. Um, that's all I want. But yeah, I was just like that was just like a fun experience to be uh interviewed and I yeah, I liked it so much and I it was just like random. Like I was just at Laney College, which is not even a place that I frequent. I was just there because I had to um use the Wi-Fi and I needed to do some work um in Oakland. That's where Laney College is in Oakland. But yeah, people just interviewed me and it was like, yeah, and I was like I came off intelligent, like I was giving like, you know, funny jokes and I was giving them like unique insights and all that shit. And I was like, yeah, I can definitely be famous and be interviewed. In fact, if you want to interview me, please hit me up. I'll, I'll be interviewed by you gladly. Please interview me. Please, please hit me up. I would, I'd appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's all for this episode of What is a Podcast. If you listen all the way through... Thank you so much. I truly do appreciate it. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, um, Twitter, Taco Tanzel, YouTube, Alta Pope in the search bar, Instagram, Buttery Tanzel. 
Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Please be safe. Love you. Goodbye.